Lori Houston's News for the Heart is dedicated to helping you give a voice to your own soul. Our hearts have the power to free us from pain and the struggles that keep us from awakening to our true essence. Join Lori now as we delve into our heart and soul to find the path that will open us to the possibilities and lead us to the life we love to live. And good afternoon. This is News for the Heart. And today, well, today we're recording this, and I know that you won't get it until Friday, but we are recording this live while the eclipse will be beginning in both where I am and where Jean is, although Jean is in a t- in the totality, so she's going to have a little bit more spectacular view than I am. However, so, oh, and of course, I have my lovely co-host, Jean Adrian, with me. And uh, so we're going to talk about the eclipse, maybe a little bit about Mercury retrograde. We're going to talk about releasing. And uh, I think the releasing will segue into your other part because I think it's only once we release that things can happen. But yes, the eclipse, you know, the eclipse is all about letting go because this is, you know, this is the new moon solar eclipse, which, you know, technically isn't as intense except in North America where we're actually getting... Um, we're getting getting to see it, whether it's a partial up here or, you know, totality where Jean is. But um, we get to we do get to view it, and I think in another eight years, uh, Toronto will actually have a to a total eclipse. So we're gonna have some fun today, and we're gonna chat about all the different things. But welcome, Jean. Thank you. We could also sing Bonnie Tyler, Total Eclipse of the Heart. You know, if <laughs> <laughs> I don't think our listeners really want me singing, but you know, hey. <laughs> Well, if you would like to. No, that's okay. So you've had a lot of stuff happening. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, pretty much. It's my life has gone kind of crazy in a good way since the last time I was on your show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I am. um, I have sold my house uh, in the mountains that I have dearly loved. But apparently it's time for me to move. Uh, Got that message while I was in France two months ago. And um, I have found a house to rent in Tallahassee. I don't want to make any really heavy-duty decisions, especially not on an eclipse. Mm-hmm. Um, or Mercury retrograde. Or Mercury retrograde. I did, I did sign the lease contract before Mercury went retrograde. Good. Uh, so just by two days. I was in the shadow, but hey, you know, who's counting? <laughs> um, and... Um, I'm going to be starting a brand new chapter of my life, a brand new adventure, uh, moving to a city where there actually are men, eligible men to date. (laughs) It's been like a desert for me in the romance section because there just haven't been any, you know. Um, But apparently I must have needed that. I don't know. Yeah. Well, you've done some dating, but yeah. Yeah, but not a lot and nothing really of any consequence. Right. So there you go. Right. And you got a new... Oh, so... Okay, so tell us a little bit about what happened with the eye again. So you... Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 So um, in October of last year, October 22nd to be exact, uh, I tripped on a root or a stump. Um, I was at a fundraising event and I... I went flying forward and when I landed I impaled my left eye on another stump and did severe damage to it, ripped it open, um, lacerated my forehead, basically peeled my face down 
um, and um, had to be life flighted to the next closest town that had a trauma center, which is basically two and a half hours away, um, but not by helicopter. Um, <laughs> and they did surgery on me in the middle of the night and I guess saved my life because I had half the forest, you know, in my eye. Um, and he saved my eye. Um, and, uh, they were really, really concerned about infection and I didn't, I was very blessed to not get any infection. So that was all good. Um, so fast forward now, how many months is that? 10. Um, I've had one surgery since then back in January because it destroyed my tear ducts in that eye, in the left eye. Um, so they rebuilt me tear ducts. Um, and that was successful. So, uh, I don't have any more issues with not having tears or having way too many tears, which was the problem I was having. Um, and I started a process, um, shortly thereafter, I had to wait until I got the tubes that they put in to have my body build scar tissue around to make the tear ducts. Those had to be removed before I could begin the process of getting a prosthetic. And the particular prosthetic, since I still have my eye, is not like a, um, a glass eye, but it is called a scleral shield. And it's like an oversized contact lens. Um, and it's painted to match my other eye. And I received that on Wednesday of last week. And for people who've never seen me before and, and don't really know that anything about what happened, my bangs cover the big scar on my forehead, and the eye is, is really almost a near-perfect match. Uh, the iris is just a tiny bit darker, but it moves just like my other eye. So they wouldn't know. Right. Other, you know I know because I can't see out of that eye. But, now, you, um, you don't take it off. It's, it's permanent, no, yeah? No, it stays there. Nice. It has to be removed um, sometime between six months and a year, I've got to go back to the ocularist and have it polished. Um, and I do want to give a shout out to anybody who's listening. This woman is in Decatur, Georgia. If you ever have need for something of this nature, it would be worth it to travel to Decatur, Georgia, which is a suburb of Atlanta. Um, because she is the most amazing, um, professional, and an artist. She has given back life to so many people, little children who are born missing an eye or born with what they call a tiny eye or have injuries that, you know, destroy their eye. And the work that she does is just, it's amazing. Plus, she genuinely cares hmm. for the people. I mean, she really gets invested in making sure that, um, that you're he healthy and happy and everything is good. That's so, nice. yeah, sometime in the next year, I'll have to go back and have it polished. And then it goes right back in. And, you know, there we go. Hmm. And does that have time. to happen every year or? Every year, yeah. Okay. Um, in the books that I've read about it, it says every six months. But she said, you know, my eye is not producing a lot of deposits um, from what she could tell just th from the temporary one. Um, so she said I could probably go a year. Nice. Yeah. Nice. She said, I'll know because it'll become uncomfortable. Ah, uh, so there right. we go. Now we, just in case people are wondering, there is a little bit of static. I believe it has something to do with, uh, Jean's, uh, internet connection, but when do you move? 
I move um, August 31st. The movers will Whoa. pick up and, you know, I'm, I'm packed. I'm not totally packed, but every day I'm packing more and more. And every day I'm going out and buying more and more boxes um, because my stuff is expanding. <laughs> wow. So it's next crazy. show you'll definitely have. Uh... Good Internet. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you'll no longer be on a on a mountain. Uh... Right. No, yeah. not at all. Um, <laughs> yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm very excited about that. I'm going back to civilization. It's time for me to reemerge, which is a Mercury retrograde thing. <laughs> so why don't we segue into let's talk about Mercury retrograde first. Sure. Well, you know, I, you know, it's going to be till September 5th. I mean, I think a lot of us felt it earlier. I think oh, yeah. maybe one of the big issues with um, this Mercury retrograde is that it's in Virgo and um, Mercury's or Virgo's home planet is Mercury. So I think that's why it's a little bit more, I don't know, it, it seemed that the shadow period caused more problems than um, than usual. And I haven't had a lot of stuff going on right now, although you you have a slight problem with the internet. But, you know, I, I don't know. Well, I guess we'll see. Oh, but, but I have had other problems. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, it didn't start until um, Mercury did go retrograde. Everything went very smoothly up till that. Um, but uh, my car um, started acting up. I had a switch fail, and it was the brake light switch. Oh. But because, uh, you know, a light came on, and it didn't seem to be something that was, you know, really important, and... Um, so it took me a day to get it into the shop. Well, uh, another light came on. Another light came on. <laughs> right. The car quit going out of park. I couldn't get it to go into gear. Oh, dear. And the cruise control stopped working. Oh, dear. Yeah. Um, and it was just, a, you know, it was just a little switch. You know, uh, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. And they had fixed it. You know, they had to order the switch. Um, so, so there was that. Um so many things around the sale of the house, just little niggly details. Like um, there were three things that came up in the inspection that the woman wanted fixed. One was the lever on my refrigerator where you dispense water through the door of the refrigerator. It's been broken for 10 years. I mean, it's a 15-year-old refrigerator. Um, and I just use my finger to dispense water, and it works just fine. Well, um, she wanted that fixed. So I called Sears because we don't have a lot of choice up here in the mountains about who do you get to come out and fix things. Right. And um, the guy was supposed to come last Monday between 8 and 5. You want to wager a guess at what time he finally showed up? <laughs> I'm guessing it was after 5. Uh, how about 8.30 p.m.? <gasps> and 8.30 that not, night? Yeah. He oh, did not dear. have the part on his truck. Uh, although I had given them the model number, the serial number, and the date that the refrigerator was made, they had all the information they needed to have him supplied. So they have to come back tomorrow. They UPS the package. It came today. So I've got the little piece. And somebody's got to come out here tomorrow and install it. And, again, I'm stuck here between 8 and 5, um, you know, waiting. So... So there was that. The mm. next day, another thing we have a problem with here is carpenter bees. And so she wanted the carpenter bees sprayed, the house sprayed, because it's oh. a log cabin and they like to bore holes in it. Um, he was two hours late. So it's just been little things like that. 
um, you know, that have happened all week long. Nothing serious, um, but um, just, you know, aggravating things. Right. So, yeah, it's been it's been interesting, but it seems to be stopping now <laughs> as, you know, I, it must have moved off of some of something on my chart mm. uh, to the point where um, it's uh, not like touching me directly. So, right. And you probably do have <laughs> you probably head. do have um, something in your chart because you're Pisces and your opposite sign is Virgo. So. Right. Yeah. But, you yeah. know, I, I had my moon cycle done with my astrologer yesterday, and she said that, you know, it's a perfect time for me to be packing oh. because that's a that's a definitely Virgo thing. And she said, you know, oh. you'll be able when you open each box, you'll know exactly where everything is and you'll be able to put it all away <laughs> um, because it was packed during a retrograde Mercury. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Now, and also uh, a week ago, maybe a week and a half ago, um, right in the beginning of it, um, one of my um, closest friendships um, went awry. I mean, there was a huge communication misunderstanding. Um, This woman got her feelings hurt and basically fired me as her friend over something that was totally non-existent. Right. But she wouldn't, you know, she didn't want to hear that. And so, you know, it, it's cost me a close friend. Right. Which is so always... there you, go. you know, that, that's the kind of impact it was having in my life. Yeah. You yeah. and I are good, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, you're not a Leo. You're not a fire sign. Apparently, this um, retrograde Mercury and this um, eclipse in Leo is really doing a number on fire signs. Because I'm kind of seeing that happen sort of all around me. A lot of my um, acquaintances, clients, and friends who are Leos, their life has fallen apart. Hmm. So. Well, Leo's my opposite. So, uh, but uh, as far as I know, my life is okay. <laughs> good, good, good. Yeah. Well, that's because it's on the other side of you. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. So the eclipse. So it's going to be starting shortly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then by the time we're finished, it will be getting close to the totality. And then we have a show where we have a show every first and third Monday of the month. And um, it's a live show where you can call in for uh, readings and clearings. So take advantage of that. I know that, Jean, you probably know the number, but that will be shortly after. It may actually still be in the totality or very close to it anyway. Um, okay. And you know what? I've really screwed up because I did not tell. Oh, yes, yeah, she knows. Okay, good, 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 good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she that's knows. right. I told her on the air. Yeah, because yeah, she... Yeah, because she, she rooms me a new one if I don't. Let yeah. her know that I've got a co-host. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah no, okay. And I do know the number. Um, bear with me and I can get it for everybody because, yeah, this is a perfect day to do a reading and a clearing. Definitely. Uh, the number is area code 657-383-1895. There you go. Yes. And it is there on my, uh, on my Facebook. So if you want, Definitely take advantage of that. I know you won't be listening to this right away, but do know that we do have a live show every first and third. It's at 3 p.m. Eastern. And again, 657 383 1895. 
And you can call in and get us both double teamed like we used to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we'll be hot because <laughs> it's a hot eclipse. It is. And, you know, this eclipse is really, it's going to be very powerful. But, well, it's been it's been strengthening for quite a while. The sun, it's the sun that is giving the power to a lot of us to, you know, really transform our lives. This is the time. It's definitely time to make changes. It's a good time to set your intentions. Um, and, you know, I've been setting my intentions for a while now, so I have it all sort of set up. But, you know, when, wherever it is, that you're at and the changes start to uh, occur. I mean, it would be really good to just sort of sit and think about what it is that you're wanting. Yeah. And understand it's going to really probably take six months for all of it to unfold, but doing the groundwork with this powerful energy, you know, you can't beat it. Yeah. And it might not take that long, but there's also the fact that I think we have another year of the Aquarius Leo um, eclipses. So yeah. it's, it's, you know, if it doesn't happen right away, don't get discouraged. Just really, you know, play with it. And, you know, Leo is all about self-love and Aquarius is all about kind of the universal love. So it's like whatever you need to do to sort of clean up your house as well as, you know, be open to, you know, kind of the universal um love and agape and just you know being so it's not it's kind of like a it's kind of bringing in both energies because they're they are together so the uh, Aquarius uh, full moon was two weeks ago and now we're into the solar eclipse um, which is in Leo and it's a new moon which you know new moons are definitely about new beginnings so if you started doing some work um, two weeks ago, then it definitely will begin to sort of uh, work with you. But yeah, just kind of be clear about what it is that that you're wanting in your life, and you know, don't don't be specific. Let the universe offer it. So you know, don't make it about a person, or um, you know, don't don't try and limit it or control it or manipulate it in any way. Just be really open and, you know, what that will offer you. So it's like, you know, you want health and that will give you more freedom and peace. And like, it's like, don't just think about, you know, what you're choosing, but think about how it will impact you and how it will allow you to move forward. I know I chose to step easily and graciously into radiating unconditional love and acceptance while acknowledging the divine within everything. I'm making choices that lead to the highest vibrant health, offering greater opportunities for freedom, energy, and peace. And I am open to new channels for sharing my life with the beloved, thus creating more intimacy and expansion for my heart and soul. And I am grateful for this or something greater. And so it is. Wow, you're so much more eloquent with your new moon goals. My <laughs> bullet points. <laughs> Pretty much the same, but they're bullet points. Well, and that's okay too, right? It's yeah. just, it's uh-huh. it's creating that. But it's also nice once you say it, what it's going to do for you. Like it's, you know, when we say we want something, it's like, okay, but why do we want it? What's what's it going to do? How's it going to be open? And, and again, not letting our fear sort of step in. So don't look at what we don't want, but look at how we do want so it's like that it's so subtle but it's so important so 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you want me to read mine? Yeah. Okay. Um, complete release of Blairsville, my cabin, and completion of all the lessons from here. Easy, graceful move to Tallahassee in the next chapter of my new life. Uh, opening to receive new clients and students and new ways to be of service in Tallahassee and in the world. Um, financial freedom, all my debt paid off. Uh, open to romance, a great new man, man or men to date. A new circle of friends opens and moving forward on a new path, supported fully and fully connected. Nice. This or something better is mine now. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> nice. Although, you know, don't be too, uh, don't be too stingy there. Stingy. Don't be too overly uh, on the man or men. <laughs> okay. What are you Trying doing? to take them all away. Are you? Huh? <laughs> Just go for the one that's, you know, going to be the perfect one for you at this yeah, time. I'm, I'm opening to romance and I'm not attached to how it looks. There you go. <laughs> well, I am, I am, um, what do you call it? I, I only do men. <laughs> I'm not making that wrong for anybody else. There you go. <laughs> uh, love it. Okay. Yeah. So we've decided what we want. So let's talk about how to release so yeah. that we can have it. <sighs> yeah, that's, that's going to be my, I'm going to do another one on letting go because I find that, you know, I don't know if it's because of the Aquarius in me, but I don't, I don't hold on to things. And maybe it's because I'm a little bit more detached because of the Aquarius things. Although I do have, you know, a cancer rising, which, you know, is, they're pretty, they're pretty emotional. So there is a part of me that is very emotional. That's the part, I guess, that I keep more inside. Um, but I don't have a problem with letting go, but I do notice that a lot of my clients do. <laughs> and I've been trying oh, yeah. to, uh, try to figure that out because it's like, okay, seriously, I know that, I know we can all do this. So what is it that we are not releasing? And yet, you know, at the same time, you know, I know I'm still dealing with this silly tooth that wants to stay infected in a low grade. And it's like, okay, I know what it has offered. I know that it's given me a lot of gifts, but there's still something obviously that I'm not letting go of. Or maybe it's just to keep me aware of, you know, the changes that I'm making so that I continue making the right changes. And I don't know. I don't know what Have it is. Have you looked up the particular tooth that it is? Yeah. To see what the message is for that particular tooth. Yeah, I have. And I don't remember what it is right now. It didn't really resonate a lot with me. Yeah. Well, how about I do a little clearing for you on releasing the pain with your tooth? Yeah, it's not so much painful. It's just, I just always know that there's a low-grade infection because okay. when I go to Releasing brush my teeth. Okay, the infection with your yeah. tooth. Yeah. So just take a moment, surrender to spirit, and ask for help. And let's see where this came from. Maybe this will give you um, some input that you haven't gotten before today. It's a this lifetime thing. Okay. So when the um, issue around the infection with Lori's tooth was created, was she less than five years old? Yes, you were. Was she five, four, three, what happened when you were two, Lori? 
Well, the first thing that comes in is that I, I have cognition of coming into my body. Okay. Um, oh, man, I felt that with a big shift. Yeah. Well, it was right weird because I, I, I mean, at one point when there people were talking, I thought maybe I was a walk-in, but I wasn't. I just became more conscious. Um, I think prior to that, I didn't want to be in my body at all. Mm. And I think that's, you know, that's probably pretty normal for, you know, somebody who's had abandonment stuff. Um, so once huh. I, once I kind of realized that I wasn't going to get, you know, transferred around again and that I, it was safe to, you know, open up, I think that's kind of when I sort of came into my body. Okay, well that, yeah, and, and boy, the, the setup cards that I pulled on this, um, the first one was forced into or out of a partnership or marriage. And when I muscle tested, it's not forced into, it's forced out of. So there was a piece of you that was really not wanting to leave that etheric place. Oh, no. And the second card was broken heart. Right. And so there was a piece of you that got her little heart broken when she had to actually fully claim being in the body. The soul reaction on this is lack of forgiveness is blocking resolution. So there's a piece that needs to be forgiven so that you can let go of this infection with your tooth. Because our teeth are about our belief systems. So the next card is going to be the stuck belief. So let's just see if we get a clue out of that one. And it's this one because it's shining right at me. Um, others are better than me. Hmm. Uh, so let's clear this thing. Now let me just shuffle the green cards. And this one first. And this one next. Yeah, this one. <laughs> Forgive all concerned. So I want you to go back and find two-year-old Lori who has just realized that she needs to occupy her body. But she is angry at spirit. She's angry at her birth mother. She's angry at herself. And there's a whole litany of things. I mean, I'm just looking. I'm seeing all these things that your two-year-old self, whereas you weren't really conscious. Boy, she was. And she was mad as flopping hell. <laughs> so, go back and find two-year-old Lori. And connect in with her and help her to forgive this long line of things and people and God. There's a guide that was your guide up to this point. You're angry at the guide. Wow. And where this block is, is actually at your third eye level. It's in your head, but it's not in your tooth. <laughs> but I guess, you know, the third eye is big enough that it could affect. Is it an upper tooth? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so I want you to put your attention on your third eye. And I want you to invite it to open fully and to release all of the resentment, all of the inflammation, all of the anger that it's been holding inside that chakra. 
and just invite your third eye to heal itself once and for all and to balance its energies, yin and yang. And now what I want you to do is I want you to create a bottle and looks like a medicine bottle. And into this bottle, I want you to invite all of the inflammation and irritation of the tooth to just go into the bottle. It looks like, ooh, it's like a little vapor. Let it go into the bottle. I want you to put the cap on the bottle. And I want you to give the bottle to an angel and let the angel take it into the light. And you receive blessings for doing this work and sharing this with everybody who's listening. The first blessing is a healing, healing from your awakened inner. Your second blessing is union, acceptance of love from yourself, from your body, from spirit, from your family, from a partner. And the final blessing is release from overwhelm that this has been causing you for a lot of these many months. And it's gratitude that owns every clearing. So just take a moment and give thanks to your angels, your teachers, your guides, to your body. Yeah. Hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that resonated. Yay. Yeah. Cool. So maybe that was what you were missing. Maybe. Hmm. When you've released on the eclipse... Mm-hmm. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it started. It has started. You know, um, I'm looking out my window, and there's not not really any shadow. Um, it's quite sunny, right? So I'm looking at where the sun is shining onto my deck, and um, it hasn't started to darken at all yet. No. Uh, so I'm just gonna kind of, I'm kind of keeping an eye on it. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so le- learning how to release things so that you can create new beginnings. Now, you have done a lot of work, and um, the one the one wish that you've had for a while around debt is coming through with the sale of your cabin. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've been wanting to be financially. Free, completely free of all debt, credit card, anything like that. And, um, you know, so I've been working on that and releasing the blocks that were blocking that. And uh, I've been doing that now for a while. Um, and I never really, I mean, if you'd asked me two months ago if I would ever sell this house, I would have said no. Right. I love this house. I know. Um, and um, with the sale of this house, I'll have enough money um, after the, after the closing, which is nine eleven, she picked that, but not me. Um, uh, I'll have enough money to pay off all of my debt as well as put money away so that if I choose to buy again, I can buy another house. Right. And so, how great is that? Yeah. Uh, you know, I would never have guessed, you know, I, I, I just maybe thought I would win the lottery or that my client base would increase enough that I would be able to pay everything off or whatever. Um, and no, it came a different way. Hmm. Yep. It is amazing. I know. 
See, that's that's the thing. When we try to fit it into something that we think it's supposed to be, that's when the universe kind of says, hmm, all right, well, we'll still hold on then until yeah. you can be truly open and truly release it. It, does, it just doesn't, uh, it often doesn't happen. And, you know, it's interesting. You can try to tell that to people, um, but they don't get it until it fully comes into their life. I had a client call me about an hour and a half ago. And she says that, um, I forget how many months ago, she, she's met this man that she believes to be her twin flame. Um, and, um, and she's doing a lot of work around that, that relationship and whatever. Um, and I, I just suggested to her that she might not want to be so attached to the outcome and even to the concept of twin flame. Um, I said, you know, you're putting this relationship in a box um, because you're trying to put a definition around it. And um, maybe that's not for your highest good, um, you know. And then she said, oh, but, you know, if anything were to happen – to, I, you know, I feel this guy, you know, in the core of my being, he's, he's in my divine line. Um, you know, um, I, I don't want to release him. And I said, well, you know what, you better reconsider what you're saying there because the universe has a way of taking care of the things that we're too attached to. And, and I'm not trying to rain on your parade, but you might want to relanguage that. Right. And we look at it, you know, so and, and Mercury retrograde is the perfect time to do this because we do things that are related to R.E. Relook, release, realign, yeah, reinvent ourselves. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, it's really it's really an important point part of this whole process and to have the mercury retrograde along with this intense uh, solar energy and and that's really what this is is it's really cleansing the earth right now like this what the eclipse this year for sure this one specifically has brought a lot of light to the planet and you know for those of you who aren't resisting, it's going to allow a lot of shifts and changes in your life. Mm-hmm. And so really being clear about what it is that you want versus what it is that you don't want is going to be really important. And yeah, I totally agree. The more emphasis we put on a certain thing um, being the way we need it to be, the more we're limiting and manipulating. I mean, we're really trying to control things. So you know, let go of this whole, I mean, there are, uh, I have real difficulty with some of the definitions of what a twin flame is, but that Mm -hmm. is not to say that there are not these divine beloved relationships that we, you know, that are here to assist us. But when we get caught up in the language and we get caught up in what we think, you know, it has to look like or what it you know, how powerful it is or all of the different things. I know what it's like to lose a soulmate type relationship. And there's nothing you can do about it if it's not the right timing or if the other person isn't coming to it with the same energy that you are. There's nothing you can do. And so therefore, 
the universe will always, always offer you something else if you are open to receiving it. So if this one doesn't work, it's not meant to. <laughs> like, stop right, trying. and I tried to offer to her that already in the months that, that she has known this man, he's been a huge, huge teacher for her, and she him. So both of them are growing and expanding and releasing in beautiful ways um, stuff that keeps coming up. You know, because love brings up everything unlike itself for the purpose of healing and release. So says A Course in Miracles. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so, you know, if, if nothing else, be so grateful that he's such a fantastic teacher for her. Right. And oh my gosh, I'm beginning to notice as I'm looking out the window that there is not a cloud in the sky here. But yet it's almost starting to look like it's beginning to get cloudy. The brightness of where the sun was shining on some stuff that I was looking at um, now is starting to get a little less bright, Hmm. almost as if a cloud is, you know, in the way. Right. Cool. But there's not any. (laughs) So it started. It has started. It has begun, which is pretty (laughs) much like right on time. They yep. said, I think, one, around 138, 39, something like that, and it's 147, according to my computer. Yep. Um, so, yeah, it has begun. Cool. Yeah, I think it's really important that we stay open. I, I know relationships are really a big deal for women. Women, that's, that's our focus, is typically relationships. Men is typically... Um, career, although it's to career to assist in having the relationship. There is, there is a tie in. It's not like men are not, but they often focus on wanting to have everything ready before they have the relationship. Um, So it's not like men are completely from a different planet, although I do believe in the Mars Venus thing. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But you know, we put so much emphasis on the relationship. And honestly, it is so much better just to focus on loving yourself and creating that beloved connection with yourself so that you're open and ready. Like we got, we, we tend to get, we tend to lose complete, um, emphasis on what is the most important and the most important will always be what's inside of us and how we're making choices with whether it's <clears throat> sorry, love or fear. And we spend a lot of time in fear. Um, and so whenever we start asking those questions or whenever we start, you know, trying to manipulate things so that it's always this way, I mean, it really is focusing on what we don't want instead of what we do want. So just, it's a really good thing to get really, really clear because it's, it's such a subtle difference. But if the focus is on losing or on the fear of what it might feel like to lose, then we start, you know, that's where our energy is going. So we really need to shift that. (laughs) So letting go Mm -hmm. is so important. And I, again, I, I'm going to have another article this month uh, or for September on letting go because I, I see it so much where people yeah. just can't kind of let go of that piece. And, you know, I saw an interesting Facebook 
um, where, you know, somebody was talking about being authentic and grieving and, you know, it's not about, it's not a transition or stuff. It's a death. And, you know, she went into something that is important about being authentic and allowing the body to grieve. But she really kind of, I don't know if it went too far in that whole process because there's a part of us that, I don't know. I don't know if maybe it's the Aquarius part of me that can detach. She's, she is kind of under the assumption that if we can, you know, give those platitudes and that we can just do that, then we're not truly, um, we're not truly grieving and that we're a world that really kind of stuffs away all of our discomfort and our pain. And I do agree with that, but I don't know if, I don't know, I don't like spending so much time worrying about the outside. I think it's more about looking at, you know, how we are making choices. And if we're choosing to really pull ourselves into the pain, which can be very authentic and very necessary, it is still looking at the fear. And it is definitely looking at um, our piece of the fear. So I'm kind of in mixed mixed views on that particular um, post that I saw. I, I think it's important to be authentic, but I also believe that um, we need to be open and not see things as black and white, but to be truly open to and and come from that place of love and acceptance. Mm, yeah, absolutely. I would agree. I would agree. All right. Well, do you do you want to do anything else with regards to our show? Would you like to do another clearing maybe to help people um, over the next six months to clear away what they need? Absolutely. Absolutely. We can just call this a solar eclipse clearing. There you go. Yeah. Okay. So... Everybody who's listening, just take a moment, surrender to spirit and ask for help in looking at what we need to look at for our highest and best good so that we can release anything and everything that would hold us back from reinventing ourselves, from being able to release everything that needs to be released so that we can create this beautiful new reality that is ours by divine right. And let's see where we set up any blocks that we need to clear. Okay, we're we're blocking ourselves. Um, we're allowing uh, outside influences to overwhelm us, and this also uh, relates to stuff that we brought into this lifetime to clear from another lifetime. So, this is some past life stuff. So, let's see what the setup is around this, and. The first thing it says is servitude felt powerless. This is because of that authority figure thing. Child or loved one taken away. Wow. And, and this feels to me like this has to do with relationships. I know it, it relates, as I shared earlier, that I lost a dear friend. Um, but, uh, you know, I think all of us have lost many relationships, um, whether they were lovers or relatives or 
um, children, when we had to move, when we were a kid and we lost our best friend. Um, there's a lot of that pain that we're still holding on to, but it really relates to something we brought in from another lifetime. The sole reaction on this is shame and humiliation. And the stuck belief, let me just shuffle those out of alignment with Lori's clearing. Um, stuck belief is I have to struggle. I have to struggle to earn love. I have to work hard at relationships. So let's clear this. It's really interesting that, you know, this eclipse has a lot to do, depending on what astrologer you follow, has a lot to do with um, activating a lot of divine feminine stuff. So, um, yeah, we're getting ready to come into our power. So, let's see. Let's pull three cards. This one. All right. So, what I want you to do is just close your eyes, and I want you to look inside your body and out in your field and find all the reference points for this old lifetime that are triggering shame and humiliation and this belief and struggle and ask your higher self to lift all of this old stuck energy out of your body and out of your field and take it to the light. And then we each have other energetic debris that acts like magnets and brings to us mirrors. This stuff looks like mirrors. Um, so we bring into us people who make us feel ashamed and humiliated, who leave us, who abandon us, who uh, take our lovers um, and create, you know, make us feel like we have to really work hard to have relationships. So ask your higher self to locate all the mirrors in your body and in your field and remove them. Send those to the light. And this aspect of you from another lifetime has a message for you based on his or her, um, uh, how far this person, this aspect of you has come. Uh, and so what I want you to do is pretend like you're holding up a big piece of poster paper, white paper, and allow this past life aspect of you to write you a message. And then turn it around and read what it says. And I'm going to share what mine wrote. And it says, love yourself and everything else will fall into place. How about you, Lori? Um, it was open up and let go. Okay. So we receive blessings for doing this work so that we can move into this new moon. Um, and this new eclipse energy. And the first blessing we receive is release from overwhelm. The second one is a centeredness and calmness that will enable us to see what we need to do and accomplish it. And the final one, oh boy, opening to miracles. So it's gratitude that owns every clearing. So just take a moment now and give thanks to your angels, your teachers, and your guides. And I ask that all of our reference points are updated, all the ways in which we both perceive and we are perceived in the world. And I ask that we're wrapped in sheets of rainbow light, gently sealing all this work in 
to whatever degree is appropriate for our spiritual evolutionary state. So be it, and so it is. And okay, there is getting to be a big shadow across the area where um, where I was looking where the sun was shining on so brightly, um, and it's starting to go into shadow. Nice. Yeah. Nice. You know, and one of the things that one of my teachers has been talking about that we could do um, during the eclipse is to release, 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 and then just go into meditation and allow yourself to experience the void that is being created by the total darkness mm. somewhere in the world, even if it's not totally dark where you are. And boy, it is starting to get dark. Huh. Um, and um, and just, just be in that void, in complete surrender, in complete release. Nice. And let it be so. Beautiful. And if you don't get this till after, which is when it's being posted, just know that over the next six months, the energy, it's all still there because the energy is with us for um, usually six weeks. And then mm. it doesn't shift again until the next eclipse season. So, yeah, just be with it. Just allow this all to to assist you. And... Take advantage of our 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 uh, show at 3 p.m. Eastern. You will be coming out of the eclipse, but uh, it will still be dark. So, all right. Well, this has been a great show, Jean. Oh yeah, I've enjoyed this thoroughly. Thank you for letting me be a part of your reality, and you can be a part of mine in another hour. There you go. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> yeah. All right. So. You've been listening to News for the Heart, and we've been getting to the heart of what matters. Thank you, Gene, and we'll be back. Well, we'll be back next month. Thank you. Have a question for Lori and want to be on the next News from the Heart show? Drop us a line via instant feedback at bmajor.org. News from the Heart is brought to you by Intuitive Soul and is produced by Major Radio for Clear Channel's iHeartRadio and bmajor.org. 